Hello, and welcome to Textual Tension, a love-hate relationship with romance novels. Every other week, I, your co-host Rachel, jump in here and give you guys all of your news and special updates that you might need before getting down and dirty with the actual episode. We have some exciting news this week, guys. Um, specifically, we are running a... Uh, a giveaway on all of our social media. So if you guys want to check out uh, us on at Textual Tension Pod across the board, so that's Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook, uh, we will have some really cool stickers that we are giving away. Um, and the way that's going to work is if you, for every person that you share it with, uh, we will add your name to the drawing. And that is three stickers across three social media platforms. So in theory, you could win three stickers if you share it with just so many people. Um, so check that out. And while you're at it, maybe consider uh, going and rating, reviewing, and subscribing to us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, your reviews really, really help. And if you do write us a cool review, and uh, hit us up with some of your deets. We will send you some really cool stickers that are uh, different than the ones you can win on social media. Those are exclusives. So please do that. We really appreciate it. We do not actually pay to advertise the podcast in any way, and we rely on you guys, and you have been doing just an amazing job so far, and we love you so much. But it is always helpful if you just kind of spread the word to someone that you think might enjoy our podcast as well. Um... Speaking of you guys and enjoying our podcast, we have a Patreon. So if you guys are interested in getting some maybe small 20-minute extrasodes for the end of each episode, bloopers, seasonal episodes, all that kind of thing, um, check us out at patreon.com slash textualtension. Remember, you cannot search us through Patreon itself because we do publish adult content. So you do have to go to patreon.com slash textualtension and you will be able to find everything, uh, all those little extra extras, etc. Um, on that note, a huge thank you to Susie, our most recent patron. You're wonderful. We appreciate you. And uh, don't ever change. You're great. Just the way you are. Um, and hey... Before we get into this episode, just wanted to let you guys know it is a listener recommendation. So if you have any recommendations for us, that you, books that you want us to check out, let us know. Hit us up anywhere. There is a contact us uh, tab on our website at textualtensionpod.com. And we love to hear from you guys. So hit us up. Um, check out our Tee Public store. Uh, I think I've hit everything. <laughs> so without further ado, uh, please enjoy episode 33. And now for something completely different. Oh, love, tearing me apart from the inside out so I can see myself from the inside. Oh, love. Hello, and welcome to Textual Tension, a love-hate relationship with romance novels. I am your co-host, Margie. And I'm your co-host, Rachel. Every other week, one of us reads a romance novel and summarizes it for the other unsuspecting co-host. This week, that co-host is Rachel. Me? Yes. And to <gasps> wow. Whoa. <laughs> and together, we unpack what the, the fuck, fuck just, just happened. happened. <laughs> take a sip now, Rachel. Oh, are you, you going to make me spit take my coffee? <laughs> oh, I will warn you. Because okay, good, it's probably good. This it's just, it's a book, lot of cleanup I don't want to do. So this book, I, I told Rachel earlier, but it comes from one of our um, Patreon Subscribers! Subscribers! Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Christina. And remember, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get preference on uh, our recommendations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sent us this uh, via Facebook. Nice. And um, I don't know, I should have asked where she found it, but I legit have... I should have asked. That's so, okay. Christina, and reach out to us and tell us, like, on Twitter or Instagram how you found this, or yeah. on Facebook, yeah. And, uh... We've only showed the cover to Zach. I have not seen it. And according to him, we've done it again where we picked very similar books. So That just means that means that me and Zach, though, have a Vulcan mind. Yeah, because Zach picked mine. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So real quick, before we start, yes. we do have some business to uh, attend to. Uh, we have right now what I'm calling a Rachel Science Corner addendum. Yes. So we have been talking a lot about dick twitching. Mm -hmm. um, and... 
whether or not it's actually possible, yes. uh, as you may know, neither Margie nor I are individuals with penises. Yes. So we were not aware. But one of our lovely, amazing fans, uh, Caitlin. Hey, Caitlin. Uh, who also happens to be a biomedical engineer. So double yeah, hail girl, for kill that. It. Yeah. Um, sent us something on Instagram that says, hey, dicks mm-hmm. can twitch. The more you know. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and read what she sent me because it's awesome. Yes. Um, it says, while there aren't any muscles in the penis itself, the pelvic floor muscles can flex to move it. Uh, the movement is very slight, which is why it probably is referred to as a twitch. Similarly, the, I'm going to butcher these muscle names, Kermaster and Dartos muscles? Hey, maybe. <laughs> moves the scrotum to help temperature hey, baby, regulate look at it. that Dartos muscle. Hey, baby. <laughs> Um, and there's a reason the testes are outside of the body. They need to cooler temperatures for sperm. Uh, so it's really more of like a temperature fluctuation kind of deal. Hmm. But the scrotal sac can flex. So there's your biomed I also, moment. I love the picture that was on that oh article, my though, because God. it was just an arm as a coming, dick coming out. So like, <laughs> I showed that to Zach, and he lost it. Uh, great article, by the way, yes. too. Wonderful. Oh, you um, know what? We'll post that on yeah, our we'll, social, we'll too. Yeah, we'll post it on awesome. social. Um, um, thank so, you so much, Caitlin. Yeah, we love to hear from you guys. And so, honestly, like, I'm glad. Yeah, I, I love to hear from people, but also, like, I'm glad, like, somebody, like, it's okay to be wrong. We don't well, know. Hell yeah. So that's We're what not... I was that's what I was gonna say. So the reason I'm calling this an addendum is yeah. um because if y'all ever hear something and call bullshit on me, because I'm not an expert in all yeah. kinds of sciences, or even something else that's not science related right. that we talk about, totally call us on it. Yeah. Because being able to admit you're wrong is super important and we live for that shit. Yeah. So yeah, and we're here to learn. Exactly. We're here to educate. Yeah. So thank you, Caitlin, be for yes. educating us on that very, I think, important fact. And also, she'll be getting some stickers in the mail as a thank you. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> oh, hello, Carlos. Hello, Carlos Danger. You interact with us so much more in our little hidey hole like this. Which is surprising. I know. I think because yeah. it's new and different and it's in his space. Okay. All right. Rachel. I am Rachel. Margie said, I know I Rachel. say that I'm very excited every goddamn time, oh, you, but it's I never not you should true. Be. You should be. Cool. All right. All right. You ready for this cover? Hit Are you okay me. with it if it's only in black and white? It's oh, still going to tell you fine. a lot. Hit me. How the fuck do we pick similar books? I told you. I didn't what? pick it. It's from Christina. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh god damn! A romance novel for dudes. dudes! I'm so <laughs> pleased. Okay, okay, y'all. So this book is called "At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed." <laughs> a hell of a name. A romance novel for dudes by Ross Patterson, author, lover, hero. Um, okay, so... I gotta find the, uh, the, uh, description. This cover is kick-ass in just the most ridiculous goddamn way. Okay, so it is actually an illustration, which is rare. I, uh, have to assume because it's a quote-unquote romance novel for dudes. Also, there's a lot going on here, so I'll do my best. There is a shirtless dude (laughs) with a bandana around his neck, cowboy hat, a woman over his shoulder wearing fishnets, like uh, thigh-high stockings with lace and uh, panties. So we're just talking ass. like just, just ass. ass. We're talking like this is like a a a fireman's carry kind of deal. Mm. Um, he's got the mythical eighth ab, <laughs> also a lit stick of dynamite in his pants, and that that isn't going to end well. Um, there's another woman. Uh, down near his pants, looking in various states of undress, staring up at him longingly. There's a a hand coming up from behind what looks to be the entrance to a saloon door at the bottom, holding panties with a heart on it. There's another woman behind him with alcohol bottles around her, and you just see her legs hanging over a wall. She might be dead. Well, then there's a dead dude to her <laughs> to her right there, or left. There's lots of murder. There's a dead dude. Book. Um, there's another dead dude on the top of a building. Two on the top of a building. Okay, <laughs> and then one of the buildings is on fire. So if that didn't, if that made fuck all sense to you. <laughs> Look up at night she cries while he rides his steed. I guarantee there's not going to be very many books by that name. No. No. Okay. I Margie, think there's actually the more than one. Th- what? <laughs> yeah. Wait, of this series or of books by that series. name? Okay, okay, okay. Margie, um, so um, here's... I, 
And I cannot stress this enough. What the fuck? <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Okay. All okay. right. <laughs> um. Okay, interesting. A night she cries while he rides his steed is a side-splitting satire that perfectly parodies romance novels and Western dramas. So I'm going to take all of this with a grain of salt. Please. Okay. You're going to have to. Oh, good. Okay. Our hero, St. James Street James, <laughs> is a tall, extremely muscular 32-year-old man who attributes whose attributes and possessions include a mind stronger than Socrates on acid, a magnificent horse he loves more than anything in the world, a package so large that it requires a signature, a beautiful, passionate wife with a rack so perfect it belongs on a billiard table, a ton of children, and his own personal gold mine. Okay? His life, set in 1849 against the backdrop of the California gold rush, I'm pretty is sure that the time changes. Awesome. Like it goes like 1840s to 1870s. Is, is one long parade of amazing sex, dynamite montages, whiskey, and explosive gunfights. The kinds of things men could do when men were actually men. (laughs) Awesome. He's the richest man in town, equal parts loved and feared by all. But when the Schlager brothers come to town, so too comes the end of the good times. St. James is forced to defend everything that matters to him, including, but not limited to, (laughs) prostitutes. His horse, money, and drugs. Oh, and his wife and children, too, sort of. God help anyone who stands in his way. (laughs) So you said this was really problematic, but I'm going to have to take everything as sarcasm because... Yeah, everything's a joke. Okay, good. It's all a joke, but it's also just like, oh my god, this book is like, still so bad. Yeah, but like... Oh, this is going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be really because fun. It is very it's fun. It's going to be my exact sense of humor. So all of the terrible things, but all of the like, uh-huh, right, okay, sure, yeah. this yep. is wonderful. Yep, yep, yep. Good. So it's also, so I have to um, put in a disclaimer of there's some like, very heavy racism in here. Oh, double good. <laughs> yeah, lots wow. of, yeah, lots Jesus of horrible Christ. stereotyping. Horrible stereotyping. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so, um, I... I, damn it, I don't have any paper over here for Foley work. All right, so I have my bingo card up. What are our triggers? Um, so, like I said, racism. Um, I'm trying to think. Thank God. I don't think he ever, he never, at the very end of the book, he thinks about raping someone. <laughs> There's a lot of violence. Gun violence. Pretty this sure is, knife violence. This is the one case where it's the thought that counts really does count. <laughs> Yeah, it's still not great. <laughs> it's still not great. Awesome. Uh, it's all told in the perspective of St. James Street James. Yes, Street St. James. James Street James. Because he didn't want to have Saint twice because of the ST. So it's St. James Street James. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yep. So he thinks about raping someone, a lot of gun violence. Yeah. Anything else? A lot of murder. A lot of murder. Just a shit ton of murder. Good. Um, Any abuse? Drug, drug, use drug use and abuse. Okay. Um, drug abuse or people abuse? Uh, yes. 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 Okay, yes. both. We'll just Good. put yes. Um, like I said, heavy stereotyping, racism, all of that. That was the thing that made me uncomfortable in the book. I was like, oh, no. Okay, so I'm actually... Ser- is that all of them? I think so. Okay, so I'm actually super duper interested because this is so different from what, from what we, we normally usually do. do. I know. And also, like, so here is something that you may not know about Rachel. I grew up watching John Wayne movies. Oh, yeah. My, you told me that. Yeah, yeah. My grandma had almost every single John Wayne movie on VHS, and I watched most of them. I fucking love. Didn't you show me a clip of one? Yes, that was the like... one where he played Attila the Hun. Yes. Without changing his accent. <laughs> so good. In the worst way. In the worst way. Um, so I'm actually really, really excited to read it like listen to a book whose entire point is to poke fun at that shit and romance in general i'm really excited okay so i feel like i do have to put in another disclaimer of i didn't write notes so you're fine sorry about that it's gonna be great 
Okay, so this book opens up with um, St. James Street James in a mine. Okay. And um, he's pretty much forcing who he calls the Chinaman. Good. Good. It starts early to uh, uh, dig in this mine. Good. Because he knows there's gold in there. Of course. Yeah. He just knows it. Um, and so they find gold. Yay. And uh, holy fucking shit. It's real hardcore American gold and I'm fucking rich. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, and that's uh, that's the first chapter of the book. So it's now four years later. Okay. Uh, so it kind of gives a little bit of backstory. Backstory is how he became now rich. Now he's filthy, stinking rich, has a great lots of kids, a right. wife that he's going to cheat on constantly. Yeah, constantly. And, yeah. So he um he walks into a whorehouse with a burlap sack full of gold and picks <laughs> gets some whiskey and then picks two prostitutes to actually have sex with and then one of them's only a four so he's she's just gonna watch them have sex <laughs> uh yeah and there's like and all of the women in the bar obviously the moment he walks in are like oh, please have sex with me yeah all of course immediately it's like julian of macedon everyone's just falling over themselves right. yeah. for him yeah exactly exactly awesome yeah. um so yeah that's the that's the first chapter he has really really loud sex um, um okay but remember. does his does his orgasm scream can it be heard across yes. town it can't be heard across town it can be heard throughout the bar so that when he exits the room it's really late at night and everybody cheers for him <laughs> he makes sure the other girl the girls come first though what a gentleman oh i know <laughs> no Except for the girl who just gets to watch. Well, I mean, she's only a four okay. out of ten. But naturally. <laughs> naturally. Jesus Christ. Um, and I can't remember if this is the town, the time he has sex when, uh, oh God, I'm rereading this and I'm like, what the fuck is this book? Okay. Um, I can't remember if this is the time where he lets his horse watch him have sex <laughs> through the window. <laughs> I think that that's another time, though. <laughs> this time but it happens at some point <laughs> i'm like i feel like i'm i'm having a moment of just like life it changing my life because this is a romance book like it's, it's technically it's a romance, technically it a romance, a romance novel, on the front but it's so different and like i don't even know how to rate it when we get Let's to that point see. okay <laughs> all right all right so he leaves the um the brothel bar, whatever the fuck it is. Uh -huh. uh, and uh, Leaving a string of satisfied women behind yes, him. exactly. Um, he... And then he goes home. And, like, I didn't read the description of this book, so I didn't realize he had a wife until <laughs> he's like, now I'm going to go home to my wife and children. And I was like, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. But... Nope. Oh, and he literally, man. so like he has this, he's he's rich, remember? So he only has a 14 bedroom house because oh. he wants to, wanted it to remain tasteful. Well, but he has 12 children, right? He's seven. Okay, all he's right. He's seven. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, he goes up to his house. There's a river. Like I'm imagining a moat around his house. <laughs> and he washes his dick and balls in the river. So of course. Like, so that, to wipe, wash uh -huh. off the sex. She knows. Don't yeah. worry. Oh, she knows. She knows. Um... It doesn't wash off the syphilis, sir. It's still <laughs> there. there. Is no syphilis, in, like. Oh, of course not. He's he's too rich for syphilis. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so, um, Loretta, his wife, is like, uh, "Hey, where the fuck have you been? Like, the kids are starving." And he and he's like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "It's two thirty in the morning. They've been waiting to eat with you." And he's like, oh. "Why?" <laughs> Because he literally sprinkles gold on top of their food, like little shavings of gold. What? <laughs> this is not a real book. And then he gives the baby, like the one-year-old, a chunk of gold to, for a tea thing. This is not a book. <laughs> it's a book. It's a real book. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay. So he has her make him a bath. Um, uh, excuse me, sir. You stay down. Stay down. Hey. Well, well fine. <laughs> um. So he makes he makes Loretta pour him a bath, draw him a bath. Yeah, and then they have sex, of course. 
Um, is and it like better or worse than the prostitutes? Oh no, I'm sorry. They don't have sex because it's his wife. They're making love. Oh, he's of course. very particular That's about very that. Different. He's like, we're making love because she's my wife. Okay, sure, James. Sure, sure. And I'm pretty sure that like James Saint James Street, it's in, whatever. It's in the bath, and so like the rhythm of the, the rhythm is so big that it's like causing waves oh, <laughs> to come God. out of the bath, and so then the children have to like pick up the water or something off the floor. Sweet Lord, yeah. <laughs> okay, sweet hot damn. Here. Oh, I should also say this book's a little homophobic. I forgot about that one. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, so he goes back, so um, St. James Street James goes back into the town the next day, and he finds out that he is, may no longer be the richest person in town. Oh, no. I know. Gas. It's bad, bad, it's a bad situation. It's a bad time. He finds out that there are these guys named the Schlager Brothers. All right. Yeah, and they're kind of taking over. They sound German. They're, I think they're German and something else. I can't remember. Uh-huh. It's mentioned. Um, and it's very racist. So there he's like, Oh, I'm I own the mine here. And he, and they're like, Yeah, we own the rest of the mines here. And he's like, What? And so then he like, um So they own the deeds for all of the other mines in town, which apparently is a lot. Okay. And they they use uh beautiful European topless women to go down into their mines. <laughs> And St. James Street James is like, why didn't I think of that? Hey, OSHA, fuck you. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I mean, this is 1849. There's OSHA. OSHA's not a thing. <laughs> it's just, it's so strange. Okay, so he goes to the deed office, St. James Street James, and is like, I want to buy every mine in town. And the deed guy is like, you can't. The Schlager brothers already bought them all. And there's either like 15, 17, or 19 brothers, but it's constantly changing. More (laughs) brothers are constantly being created as fast as their sisters can make them. (laughs) What? Just go, just keep going. So they've so- <laughs> all been, all of them have been bought out. And uh-huh. he's like, fuck, what am I going to do? He's not that worried because he's like, I still have my mind. I'm still going to be. Hold I'm up. Is the main source rich. of conflict in this book the fact that he's not the richest person in town? Just wait. Good. Great. <laughs> so, um, well, no. So over the next six months, the the Schlager brothers buy up more of the businesses in town and he's not happy. Our boy, St. James Street James, our homeboy, because mm-hmm. he's a homeboy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, got that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, it's, it's, it's not great. And, but actually they're making the town richer. Like they're just making the people in town richer. Like the economy is just improving. So he's just upset because he's not the richest person in town anymore. It's going to reach a point where it breaks too. And that's going to be fun. So at the bar one day, he's um, St. James Street James is drinking and someone said something to him is like, isn't that the best shit around? Or like, it's like some sort of whiskey. And he just shoots the guy in the stomach. Why? (laughs) Uh, He says, the guy said, uh, I said this drink is the shit, but St. James thought he said, no one asked me to drink and shit. <laughs> what? That doesn't make any sense. Unfortunately, who he shot was one of the Schlager brothers. <laughs> one of the 15. Okay. Now only 14 now. Uh, okay. So I propose a nickname for St. James Street James. Yeah. Because the... Because the amount of James in his name only makes me think of Moon Moon. Oh, yes! And this dumbass just shot someone for mishearing him, and that's totally a Moon Moon move. That is such he a He is moon now moon. moon Moon. He's Moon Moon. Okay. Um, moon Moon also doesn't understand <laughs> other names, because there's this guy, one of the Schlager brothers, his name is Sven. Sven. S-V-E-N. Sven. Yeah, Sven. Um, but he keeps calling him Seven. <laughs> Okay. Um, English is hard. So, and I think he actually, oh, so another one of the brothers says he's full of shit, Sven, like beat the shit out of him. And so uh, guess what St. James, St. Street James does? Moon Moon shoots that guy too. So now two Schlager brothers are So now are they're dead. down to 13. <laughs> but remember, they're just constantly being recreated. So They, they produce, they reproduce asexually. 
No, they produce sexually, I'm pretty sure. It's just with their sisters. Well, oh, okay. So so none of them have (laughs) functioning hemoglobin. No. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... So they go back. So the Chinaman, actually, he runs into his Chinaman. That's just what he calls him at the beginning of the book. He I know. has a name later. I know. He just calls him the Chinaman. So the Chinaman comes <sighs> out, comes up to St. James Street James and says, there's no more gold. And St. James Street James is like, what? And he's like, no, there's no more gold. So <laughs> the Chinaman. Gold's all dried up. The, yeah. So the Chinaman and him ride back to the mines and uh, Moon Moon finds sees for himself. There's no more there's gold. There's no more gold. There's no more gold. So now he's poor. Well, he doesn't know what he's going to do. But he's like, you know, except for all of the gold he already has. Yeah, all the gold he already has. Oh, so then he God. goes home. He's like, shit, what am I going to do? At least I have all this gold at home. Well, <laughs> well, so he gets home. The house is an uproar. Loretta is sobbing her eyes out. The oldest boy, Daniel, is really like, like dad 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 and he's like what is it son they, he's, daniel says uh or loretta says the schlager brothers came and killed one of his sons because he killed two of their brothers uh-huh they melted his gold and dunked the boy in it <laughs> okay thorin <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> yeah, it's very like Game of Thrones shit, like Dothraki shit. No, um, that's like that's like straight up dunking Smaug in gold in the Hobbit movies. Well, that's which, the by the way. Hey, actually, well, in Game of Thrones, Khal Drogo actually does, does douse do someone that? in melted gold. Yes. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. He says, "Um, crown for king," and then he douses a king's head in gold. Uh, I will say. That is both literally and figuratively the most metal way to die. Yeah. Do you want to know? <laughs> well, the boy was four years old. Okay. Do, do you want to know uh, what his name was? Was it four? No. What? <laughs> totally fucking Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> this four-year-old child's name was totally, totally fucking Mexico. Mexico. Not just Mexico. No. It was totally, totally fucking Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> because they they conceived him in Mexico. <laughs> I just... Oh, I gosh. I don't know what to do anymore. Oh, God. Hey, totally so... fucking Mexico. Dinner time. <laughs> well, then his oldest son is named something normal. Daniel. <laughs> I wonder which are kid my, you love more. These are my children, Daniel, Jeffrey, Bobby, and totally fucking Mexican. Well, then at one point during the book, he's like, Patrick, get over here. And he's like, Dad, my name is Steve, not Patrick. And he's like, what the fuck is your name again, boy? And he's like, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> so he just suddenly changes his son's name. Um, so then, obviously, <laughs> as you do, so, like, they all have dinner together, and there's still a plate set out for totally fucking Mexico, <laughs> and the children are like, should we go outside and give it to him, Dad? Because he's, like, a statue now. A gold statue. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, 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 and Moon Moon is like, uh... He he starts choking up, like crying, and he's like, "No, he would want me to have it." <laughs> takes a portion himself, and then he takes it up to his wife's room. Um, has sex with his wife. Uh huh. Um, are we affirming life? We're affirming life, okay. and he says, "You're definitely pregnant after that to replace the child that they've lost." We are I now have twenty three percent into the book. I have a problem with this book, but it's not going to be what you think it what? is. I don't even care that it's marketed as romance. The fact that it is quote unquote a romance novel for dudes. dudes? <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily call it romance. But oh no, it's not. No. Okay. You know what? All right, keep going because this is goddamn hilarious. I will say. So he's pissed. St. James Street James. Because obviously. his son was murdered? Yeah, because his Duh. son was murdered. But he's he's mad at the Schlager brothers, but he's also mad at their next door neighbor. Because 
<laughs> why? Because he's Moon like, Moon, why? he must have heard the screams. He should have done done something, that little bitch. Pretty much that's his attitude. They live in the wild, wild west. Yeah. Where there's a couple hundred acres in between neighbors. <laughs> he he should probably have been able to did hear. it. He, apparently he should. So this guy, Ron Paulson, sh- apparently should have been able to hear what happened. Not Ron so, Ronson or Paul Paulson? Not Paul Paulson. Ron okay. Paulson. Ron Paulson. Um. So. Uh, damn it, Ron Paul. So he comes, he goes over to Ron Paulson's house. He's like, hey, Sheila, that's Ron Paulson's wife. How you doing? Um, Hey, Ron, what's going on? Uh, Anything weird happened today? Did you, you know, hear my child get murdered? And uh, Ron Paulson's kind of like, mm, about it. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't remember. I think he beats the shit. He beats the shit out of Ron Paulson. Um. Yeah, he beats the shit out of him. Can I make a prediction? Yeah. He has sex with his wife. And then he has sex with uh-huh. his wife while Ron Paulson is looking, is watching. Oh, is she into it? Oh, she's so into it. Okay. She's so into it. I say okay like that makes it better. No, it it's doesn't. Not. <laughs> it's not. So she says, um, she, at, like, she enjoys it. She enjoys watching when, um, SJ, SJ, like takes a belt out and beats the shit out of her husband she's like he says you enjoy watching me humiliate him like this and she says yes <laughs> fucking moon moon fucking moon moon literally fucking moon moon okay so she's she like begs him to have sex with her he does um let's it's see a good way to endear yourself and then the he neighbors. tells them sheila it's potluck so if you could bring some potato salad to the funeral that would be amazing <laughs> What? In the ever-loving holy fuck above. Yeah. Is happening. What is happening? Um, (laughs) All right, let's see here. And this is like, I feel like the beginning, like, cold open for this episode has to be, and now for something completely different. (laughs) I'm getting such huge Blazing Saddles vibes from this. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, Homeboy jumps into their shitter at home. Because okay. that's where their gold is. Because uh, they've been shitting out gold because they've been eating gold. Remember. Why? <laughs> because they don't have any other gold. They're all out of gold. Yes, but... The rest of it's on top of totally fucking Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to bury him in gold. <laughs> they, well, he, remember, he's I like... I forgot the he's kid's like, name was totally <laughs> in gold it's not like they can scrape it off it's like they can melt it down they can melt it down they're not getting the kid's body back either way no they're not but like the 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 mother is like don't you dare yeah oh i forgot the kid's name was totally fucking mexico okay so that's the funniest shit so far in this whole book it's it's so fucking strange okay um daniel and the saint james three james they're in town right they buy two caskets with the shit gold um and okay. they have Ron Paulson write an obituary. Would you like to hear the obit? I'm afraid to say yes, but yes. Totally fucking Mexico Street James. Born sometime in 18... 18- Street James! <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Born sometime in 1849-ish, I think. Died July 18th, 1853. Totally fucking Mexico was four, and he didn't get to do a lot of shit, so obviously his resume isn't that impressive. (laughs) He was well hung, a trait he inherited from his father. Just like his dad, he had trouble keeping his dog inside a cloth diaper as a baby. He loved to eat gold, so it's ironic that he died being dipped in it. Our bitch neighbor Ron did nothing to stop the gruesome attack and let him die. Ron paid the ultimate price for that, believe me. Totally fucking Mexico is survived by his six brothers, mother Loretta, and his father slash loving husband slash mentor of young women between the ages of 18 and 25 slash gunfighter slash sexual provocateur, St. James Street James. A memorial service is scheduled for Saturday at 2 p.m. at the Street James Estate. It's potluck, so bring a dish, a real dish. Don't be the assholes that bring only bread or a fucking condiment. Clothing optional for women. BYOB too. Park your carriages wherever. I am okay. I no words. I yeah, don't even no words. know what to there's, how why 
Okay. 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 So Carlos thinks this book is great. I know he does. It Car- is a great book. Carlos, I'm gonna you. You have a new nickname added on to your your list of titles because currently oh, he's okay. Carlos Bugbane, Lord of the Flies. He's now Carlos Bugbane, Lord of the Flies, and totally fucking Mexico. That's now the cat's name. <laughs> totally fucking Mexico. <laughs> totally fucking Mexico. Oh my god. Um. So. For whatever reason, while the dad, St. James Street James, is off having sex again, um, his his boy, Daniel, is watching the coffins. And while St. James Street James is uh, having sex, he hears a gunshot and he goes out and realizes that the guys, the guy who owns the funeral parlor, his son, was shot by the Schlager brothers. So because the Schlager brothers were trying to steal the caskets for whatever reason yeah. Okay. So all right. Shoot- it's just, just the owner it to say a shootout has begun. A shootout has begun. A shootout has and the, begun. The coffin right. maker's son has died. Yes. Okay. It doesn't end up well. Okay. So Fair. the parlor owner, the funeral parlor, whatever, who owns the caskets, he's shot. He dies. Daniel is shot sixty-three times. <laughs> he's eight. Going out on a limb here and saying he probably didn't live through that one. Oh, no, he does. <laughs> I stand corrected. Oh, uh, good lord. So it's a good thing that he went ahead and bought two caskets, though, because he thinks that Daniel is dead, but he's not. Why did he buy two? To have a spare? Foreshadowing? <laughs> Foreshadowing. He, he does manage to kill a lot of the Schleicher brothers, but, like, he doesn't kill all of them. Okay. So, um, like, this is some of the imagery that they have in the book. There's pictures? There's pictures. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why haven't you been showing me the pictures? <laughs> I'm sorry. The next one I will. I want a picture book version of this. <laughs> oh, he gets ad- addicted to laudanum okay. because he gets shot, too. But he takes, even though his son is shot 63 times, he decides he's, he's going to drink most of the lot and I'm gonna, when he's only gotten shot once. Oh my god. <laughs> his son, the totally fucking Mexico. <laughs> it's the day of the funeral. We've skipped ahead to the day of the funeral. <laughs> uh, totally fucking Mexico weighs more than 800 pounds because he's covered, coated in gold. Hang on, I'm gonna do some on the fly math while you so figure. Like, you tell me about so this. So Saint James Street James carries the casket himself. Oh, okay, because he's right. the only strong enough one, strong enough to do it. Okay. Next, either the next day, some point, passage of time. Time is an illusion. Um, he finally Saint James Street James gets thrown in prison. Because okay. He just caused murder like a bunch of Schlager brothers. So All right. he's thrown in prison. Um and he's in prison with a Mexican dude. And the Mexican dude, I, this is just what happens in the book. This is how it's referred. I don't know. It's just um farting incessantly. It's to the point where St. James Street James tells him, gives him some thread and a needle and tells him to sew his butt cheeks together. Okay. Look at here's a picture. Oh my god. <laughs> What the fuck is this? Yeah, he um, doesn't live through that. No. <laughs> they go, they have a trial. And so, the judge is like, I don't really give a shit. I don't care if you killed, apparently he killed 22 people. During the shootout? During the shootout. Okay. Um. Those, and so the, 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 the judge is like, those boys, meaning St. James Street, James and Daniel, Killed his killed his kid and a couple of oh wait no those boys meaning the Schlagers uh-huh. killed his kid and a couple of clowns who provided nothing but joy to this town. The clowns were the people who owned the funeral parlor. Okay. <laughs> as far as the marshals, he said it was an accident. He also shot a couple marshals, and I believe him. You said you yourself you haven't located the body of the sheriff. So what do we got? Some eye for an eye, common man shit, which isn't worth going to trial for that long. I say we give him a day in jail for each man killed, minus his kid, and a fine. <laughs> That's some so awesome math. Twenty-one days in prison. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's pretty much what happens. He is twenty-one days in prison. Don't worry. He's still having sex during that time because people are coming to his jail cell and coming in his jail yeah, cell. If you know in what I mean. Jail cell. Actually, <laughs> no, because a lot of the times it's happening through the bars. Cause no, he's not. A, nobody's allowed into his cell except for his wife. 
<laughs> so people are just coming to visit him. <laughs> and bending over. Yeah. Okay. We're getting on their knees. I fair. I got I got nothing, man. Okay. I you I'm broken. So not in the usual way, which is refreshing, but still. He um gets out of prison. They're the family's almost out of money. So the wife is cool and like built a garden and is like trying to feed these seven children that she suddenly has to take care of. The oldest boy, Daniel, has been killing bald eagles for them to eat, punching them out of the sky. Punching them? Punching them. <laughs> We're on the same page that this isn't a romance novel, right? <laughs> Says romance on the cover. <laughs> uh, is that what we're limiting it to? <laughs> is that the deciding factor? I mean, like, here's the thing. I didn't know whether I should do this book, but I was like, I really want to do it. And it says romance on the cover. It's, I'm using that as my defense. I mean, it's too fucking funny not to. Yeah. But still. It is very loosely a romance novel. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, suffice it to say, the sheriff of this town absolutely cannot scan- stand, the guy. The sheriff's name is Sheriff Van Buren, absolutely mm-hmm. cannot stand St. James Street James. Okay. After all that shit the sheriff went was down. dead. The sheriff is not dead. The marshals oh, are dead. Marshals are the dead. The marshals okay. are dead. There's, I'm literally only going through probably, like, less than twi- 25% of this book, too. Like, you know what I mean? Um, There's so much content. Right. There's so much bananas content. St. James Street James meets up with this Chinaman again. And he's like, dude, I have no idea what I'm going to do for does, money. And the Chinaman is like, yet? here, smoke this. You'll feel better. It's opium. And St. James Street James is like, sweet. What is this shit? And the uh, Chinaman is, says, that's opium. There's fields and fields of it in my country. And the and St. James Street James is like, I'm going to get everybody addicted to this. Let's get to China. I want me some fucking opium. He goes to China? <laughs> yes. He goes to China. Uh, <laughs> oh, you want to know what the chi- we finally learned the Chinaman's name? What's his name? Samantha Davis. <laughs> Jesus yes. H. So, Christ. With, so here's the explanation. When my father first came over to America to see if it would be safe for us, he snuck onto a barge and locked himself inside the first suitcase he could find. The name tag said Samantha Davis on it. Those were the first words of English my father could pronounce when he sailed over, so this name was very special to him. Okay. So Samantha Davis. Okay. And him, um, they go out to San Francisco. Homeboy has Samantha Davis build him a boat. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Yeah. So they build build him a boat, and then he hires a bunch of other Chinamen, a bunch of other Asians. I know it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh it's no, not okay. no! It's not go okay. for it. I know this is not a a bad look against you. It's a <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, I good know, lord! I know. So they and they sail to China, um, and uh, he gets like a blood fever. <laughs> you don't usually bounce ocean. back from those. What <laughs> you don't usually bounce back? No, from but those. he's fine. Of course, he's fine. He comes off of it. I think like he's described as like looking like some sort of Viking or something. Uh huh. Um, I look at a small mirror that is hanging on the wall, and I barely recognize the man staring back at me. Not only do I have a huge beard, but my hair has grown past my shoulders, and some of it is tied in Viking braids. Who the fuck braided my hair while I was bedridden with a horrible disease? <laughs> it is weird, yet somehow matriarchal. I will say this. What? I'm pulling off this look with ease, almost as if I was born from a long line of semen. You know that line <laughs> was coming, so you're welcome. <laughs> Okay, I know that we've established that this definitely isn't romance, and it's the the whole romance novel for dude thing is weird, but it's fucking funny. It's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, oh, so he learns Chinese immediately. Naturally. Natch. And he says, and the first thing he learns how to say is, ladies touch first in Chinese. <laughs> Um, Listeners, so, I'm sorry. This is an audio medium. You couldn't see my yeah, face. Just, like, I'm sure you can imagine okay, what it was. Okay, are you ready for this description? Because I can't. Hit me. All right. The Asian women lift me off my feet and carry me high above their heads six miles into the town of Quampo. Sorry, I just made that up. I can't remember the name of the town. Point to any city on a map off the eastern coast of China and pretend I'm there. Everything in Asia looks the same. 
Oh my god. Okay, as we enter the main street that goes through the center of town, people come out of their shops and businesses to view me. They're clapping, hurling fresh fish at me to eat, and offering me karate lessons. (laughs) Strangely, they're all dressed like former President George Washington. Asia really has always been behind the fashion trends. When we reach the top of the street, I notice a wooden house with steam rising from it. A painted large sign hangs underneath faded red bamboo roof shingles i see the letters what does that mean i ask woman the woman responds ladies touch first i told you that that is the only phrase i need to know a large wooden door open and i'm hit in the face by a burst of hot steam the women slowly lower me to my feet as the steam dissipates even hotter asian women greet me ones who haven't been working out in a dirty rice patties all day they are all wearing beautiful silk kimonos and wooden sandals suddenly i realize i'm in some sort of exotic asian bathhouse (laughs) so like he literally um (laughs) Has sex with, like, 30 or 40 women. Like, just a huge orgy. Just, like, an orgy fest. An opium-filled orgy fest. And he told his wife, he was like, I'm gonna be gone for a month, maybe a year, tops. He's gone for six years just doing this on repeat. How the fuck is she feeding their children? (laughs) (laughs) Because that's Uh... the problem I have with this at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, it's... Let's see here. So this happens. It turns out six years is pretty much. It turns out six years is pretty much the max amount of time you can live in utopia and have endless orgies every day. Who knew? Also eating grilled hibachi food every day, which is delicious and something I used to consider to be entirely possible, has ended up taking its toll on me in the form of a ridiculous sodium intake. In layman's terms, I have been ingesting more salt than a humpback whale. My blood pressure is so high that I've lost all feeling of my extremities. Okay, so let's see. So he, uh, Samantha Davis has been waiting for him and is like, I've got your boat. I've got your opium. Let's head back to America. Okay. Yes. (laughs) They head back to America. Um, He gets off the boat, meets up with his wife again. So he comes back and he discovers the Schlager brothers have taken over everything again hey yeah have they taken his wife captive they have not taken his wife captive because in this book it is it is it is like a thing that if if a man isn't there you don't hurt his family i don't know why okay yeah sure because that's fuck you plot taken over again oh no you know what the schlagers have not taken over again um it's just that the town is actually doing really well because he honestly hasn't been there Good. Okay, so the Schlegers have not. It's just him being gone is the best thing to happen to this town. I can't remember. It may be because the Schlegers... No, the Schlegers are... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm making this really confusing. The Schlegers are still there. And everything says, like, Schlager bros on the top (laughs) of it, you know? And he's like... um, So the chapter 14 is titled, Drugs are fucking awesome and everyone wants them. So he... The homeboy, Moon Moon, St. James, Three James buys the plot of land and um he creates uh basically a chinese opium den kind of place and gets everyone in the town addicted to opium (laughs) so that he's rich again okay (laughs) this man is just fucking up this town left and right up this town so much um he pretty much destroys the town with opium. Okay. everybody just gets, like, super... Like, the town was doing great before. Now it's falling to pieces. Because he got everybody addicted to opium. No shit! <laughs> <laughs> and so the sheriff is trying to make it so that, hey, your opium den is illegal. And St. James Street James is like, no, it's not illegal. There's no law against opium dens in America yet. Because opium doesn't exist in America yet. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so... um. Van Buren, the sheriff, brings in the marshals, and the marshals um, murder his entire family. What? <laughs> they murder, they burn down the house, burn down uh, St. James Street James's house, and murder all of them. What? And burn down the opium fields. <laughs> what? <laughs> all of them. And so, um, say james three james is like who could have tipped them off that i did something he basically uh somebody tipped off uh when like saint james street james wasn't gonna be home or something okay and he realizes that it's ron paulson again fucking ron paulson (laughs) 
Jesus Christ. So he goes to Ron Paulson's house again, um, meets his son, who is St. James Street James's junior. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, my so God. So Sheila got pregnant. Um, of had course. Baby. He's, he's too powerful. He's too powerful. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's okay. good. Yeah. Sure. Uh, all right. Let's see. Um. So his whole now St. James Street James, his whole family's been murdered. All of his money is gone because all the opium has been burned down. He does find out, though, his son, Daniel, <laughs> who survives everything. OK. He got third degree birds is still alive. After 68. 63. 63. Man, author missed an opportunity. Could have been 69. Could have been 69. Oh, so then he means some Native Americans. <laughs> oh, no. Because, okay. You know what? You're right. This book wasn't racist enough for me. No, it's not. So he meets some Native Americans and figures out what his spirit animal is, which is a bald eagle. I don't... Because the chief tells him he's... I don't... It is. I don't know if I can... <laughs> I want to put my head through something, but there's nothing here there's that nothing I can really here. put my head yeah. through. Oh, yeah. So then finally, Daniel does actually die. I think he gets sh- he gets shot or something like a bagil- bajillion times. Finally. So his- Jesus. <laughs> so now Daniel's dead. We're at 97%. So we're almost done. Oh, my God. He saves his dad's life, too, which is like not worth it. Daniel, just let him die. Just let him die. Just let him die. Uh, so basically, with the help of the Native Americans, he kills all of the marshals and wins the battle. And um, he he also cuts off Van Bur- the sheriff Van Buren's hand and sticks that hand up Van Buren's ass. Let me see if I got this right. So the bad guys in this book have been the Schlager brothers who actually like <laughs> made the town, made the town great. <laughs> and then the marshals. What happened to the Schlager brothers? Did they all get murdered? They all got murdered. Okay. Yeah, they're all dead. <laughs> okay. You know what? So sure. he thinks about it. He thinks about I'm gonna rape him, and then he decides, no, I'm not gonna rape him. I'm just gonna Okay, stick his so hand the, up his the ass. rape thought is <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, okay, ready? Congratulations. No. You've just completed the best book you're ever go- ever read in your entire life. Oh, you were hoping I was going to kill myself now? Like I said, I've lived a long life, so that might take a while. In the meantime, go stare at yourself in the mirror and dream about being me until the next one comes out. <laughs> the end. What's the guy's name again? St. James Street James. No, the author. Um, ro- Oh, gosh, I don't remember. Is it Ron Paulson? It's not Ron Paulson. Damn it. That would be hilarious. Would be really I think that would funny. be really cruel, though. Why would the author do that to himself? Ross Patterson. Ross. Slow clap, sir. That Dumbledore was clap. Simultaneously fucking awful and one of the funniest goddamn <laughs> things I've heard in a hot minute. It. And there's so much other stuff in there that, like, I just couldn't get to. And also, there's no plot. Like, there is and there isn't. There is, but there... Oh, my God. I'm exhausted. I mean, it is a comedy book. Like, that was... It fulfilled... Let's get into some ratings for this. Here's my my number one problem, Mm -hmm. and I think you agree, um, is the fact that it is marketed as a quote-unquote romance novel for dudes. Now, I think... That that it was is on there because this is satire. That's why it is that is it supposed yeah. to be like tongue in cheek, like right. guys, yeah. guys. This is what you want, right? Yeah, it, this is what it means to be a manly man. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Fuck the patriarchy. Oh uh, God, it wasn't romance, but it was goddamn funny. Yeah, and I loved it. Yeah. Thanks, Christina. Oh my God, Christina. Thank <laughs> so, you. Thank you for this gift. I don't know where it you found a gift. it. But let's my my face hurts from laughing oh, so hard. I just like feel kind. I'm just exhausted. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> eager to like take a break and not read that for a while. <laughs> that was like you've done me a service by reading that. You're welcome. And that was so refreshing 
in how different it was. It was. It was like, very... it wasn't... Obviously, it was terrible because it's satire on the old westerns. Right. Like, that was the point. Right. It's like... It's like Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles is, like, racist as fuck. Yeah. But that's the point, point. is to be like, hey, <laughs> this shit's not okay. Where are all the white women at? Where are all the white women at? But, like... God, that movie's so fucking it's funny. It's so good, though. It's my favorite Mel Brooks movie, I think. Mm. But, Jesus, that was funny. That was so good. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, like, do we rate this? Because it's not a romance novel. It's not, but I still think it's kind of fun. Like, we're still going to do an Under the Covers for it. Oh, yeah, we're going to do an Under the Covers yeah. for it. I'm just saying, it's, it's not like, but it's not a romance, so should we rate it as romance when it's not romance? <sighs> but at know? the same time, I almost feel like not rating a book is reserved for the really, really terrible ones. But and I don't this even know where that. to rate it. I don't know how to That's fair. Rate it. I don't think I don't think it falls into our traditional rating no. system. I would say we rate the smut and we do an overall rating. Okay. Okay. Does Yay, that, okay. Thank you. Thank you. That saves me. How is the smut? Because it really isn't like there is a main dude, but he's it's just trash. Awful. But there's not one woman. It's awful because he's like I don't it's it's is just it written very... well? No. Okay. <laughs> no, not at all. Like, do you think that it's like he's having sex with these women and then the horse is watching through the window? <laughs> okay, but is it written well? <laughs> no, it's not. And then, and then, oh like when, when, so when he's um having sex with Ron Paulson's wife Sheila, um the horse is having sex with Ron Paulson's Paulson's horse. And the poor, his horse gets Paulson's horse pregnant, and then Ron Paulson gives the foal to Daniel. I almost, almost want to read this book. <laughs> okay, and I also want to know, I used an Amazon gift card to buy this book, and I'm so angry because I couldn't get it out of any library. That is on your permanent record. I know! Oh, I hate it so much. I want to know when this was written, though. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's that's see. that was incredible. Okay, so oh, it was written in 2015. Smut was not great. No. Overall, though, was it funny? It was really funny, but it's just probably I, if we're just gonna do like funniness, yeah. four. It was really fucking funny. Well, so overall ratings one to oh, ten. One to ten. So like a seven. Okay. Eight. You know, it's not my sense of humor. Uh, so okay, all right. I, and really, I still thought it was freaking hilarious. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> what the shit? But it wasn't my sense of humor. Right. So That's I guess if fair. it's like, in general, it would probably get like an eight. Okay. Yeah, because some of the jokes were just kind of like, you know, it's a, it's a type of like crude humor. That's not hard. It's not no. hard to do jokes about stuff like that. Right. You know, so it's not clever. But it's just it's straight really, up slapstick really funny. funny. Yeah. Um... So overall, you give it an eight or just the funniness you give an eight? The same thing. To me, it's kind of the same thing because you, you, okay, that's all, right. all the book is. Okay. So your enjoyment of it was an eight out of ten. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. You yeah. know what? Fair. Yeah. <laughs> and for what it is, it's it sounds it's like just, it would be really funny. It is really funny. It's just like it's not – you can't put it into the same categories of like any normal book. Like any right. book out there. I've never read a book like it's this comedy. in my life. It's it's, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's comedy, parody, and satire right. wrapped into one. Right. It's, it was just bananas. That's so. amazing. Well, I'm, I'm glad Poor that we totally had... fucking Mexico. <laughs> Poor totally fucking Mexico. <laughs> I'm sorry. Poor totally fucking Mexico Street James. Street <laughs> James. Jesus Christ. Um, oh, my God. Ask me what else I've been reading. Oh, God. Okay. What? First, I'd like to say thank you, because this was just a beautiful breath of fresh air. Yes. Thank you so much, Christina. I'm, I'm ready as to get back into I am. terrible romance yeah. novels next two weeks from now. Um, okay. So what were you reading when you were reading I this? was reading The Cuckoo's Calling, which is um, J.K. Rowling's uh, mystery series. Okay. I was kind of re rereading it. They are really good. They're kind of like, they're very um, 
kitschy and just kind of like tropey, but mm-hmm. they're nice, you okay. know. And, they're, and she's right. a really good writer, so right. um, I recommend them. There's also a TV series out now, so I was thinking oh, about rewatching yeah. it. But, so I was like, I'll just reread the book first, and yeah, then, yeah, and then watch it. Yeah, nice. but the couple in it is really cute. I'm still <laughs> like, I'm like, I haven't read the most latest book from that series, Lethal White, and that was because like in the villain in the third book of that series was really poorly written, mm. and I was like, you created lord voldemort i expect more from i you. expect more from you so but this is kind of like just her fun thing it's right. not anything um it's not anything super deep or anything so i wasn't like super surprised but i was also kind of disappointed that's fair yeah so i haven't gotten to reading lethal white which is the fourth book but okay. it's gonna be intense Ooh, yeah. neat yeah that sounds like fun it is it is fun so yeah well Thank you guys mm-hmm. for sticking with us on this now for something completely different episode yeah. of Textual Attention. What the frick frack paddywhack. I had, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I did too. I just think that like I keep saying, I'm just like, oh my God. I'm glad it's over. I'm oh, glad yeah. it's over. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. good though. Yeah. Um. So thank you guys for sticking with us. Like I said, like we said, this was a Facebook recommendation from one of our patrons. So yes. if you ever have like see something that you think would be great for us to review hit us up um and a huge thank you to Ayla Nairu for the use of her song Oh Love off the album Beheld mm-hmm. uh and hey please rate review subscribe please. check out our social media for please. giveaways yes. and hey spread the word with your friends we would love it if you did that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um thank you guys so much for listening yeah that was I'm just, just I'm just still so shook after that. Yeah. I'm just, my brain is not fully I know, functioning. I know, I know. And we have to get back into it because we've got to do the under the covers. Hell yeah, under the covers. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you again in two weeks. Bye.